West joining us. How are you doing this morning, sir? I am doing well, Casey. How are you? I can talk, so we like that very, <laughs> very, very much. Um, all right. I am, um, I got to tell you, I am awestruck at the number of people, uh, both in the media and ele- among elected officials, that are continuing to run this canard that in some way, shape, or form, we're not going to be able to even teach the history of uh, slavery, uh, Jim Crow, or basically anything here in North Carolina. And this assertion that people are running around saying that racism doesn't exist. So I implore you, Pete Callender, to explain to me, one, why people keep running this straw man, this gaslighting, and never get called on it. And two, uh, do you have any audio of people claiming racism doesn't exist? Because apparently uh, it's it's rather prevalent, according to this RAL article. Um, you're seeing this, obviously. Yeah. So, no, I am not aware of anybody making the uh, the express argument that uh, racism no longer exists or that there aren't vestiges of it, that there weren't policies or a historical record of it. Literally, nobody is making that argument. And uh, this uh, I. I submit that uh, if it's not out of sheer ignorance, either by the person making the argument or the reporters covering the topic, um, it is an overt act to gaslight, to mislead, to misdirect, because uh, their case against the imposition of the CRT principles uh, into all facets, actually, of our institutions, uh, their argument is that weak. Uh, they're never called on it because they're allies. They are allies. And again, uh, that's one uh, that's just one idea. The other idea is that they are ignorant. And I think there are actually a lot of people that are paid good money to uh, convince us that they know what they're talking about and to relay facts and information and give us explainers on various things. And they do not have any idea what they're actually discussing. Um, I've spent a lot of time over the, because this is not new, by the way, right? And uh, why they keep arguing that all the Republicans don't want to teach history or that there was racism. I will quote uh, the noted right winger, John McWhorter, who is actually, John McWhorter is actually a self-professed progressive. He calls this utter smoking hot BS in uh, his latest podcast with Glenn Lowry, uh, a noted economist who talked about uh, he wrote his entire dissertation about social capital. Like these are not right winger ideologues that are pointing this out. These are black academics that are saying this is a corrosive philosophy and people who do not understand what is uh, how it is being employed through various institutions. Um, I, I think McWhorter uh, said that essentially that, that it's like a fish that doesn't know it's wet because they've they have grown up in the academy uh, uh, surrounded by this philosophy. And so now that it's being trotted out to, uh, you know, the corporate executive world and such, and you're, you're trotting it out into the schools and parents are finally seeing this stuff and employees are seeing this stuff and they're like, whoa, 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 this is not cool. And their first response was, this is totally not happening. No, 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 it's not in the schools. You're crazy. Okay, fine. Right. It's in some schools, but you're crazy. It's not like we're forcing anybody to, you know, separate themselves into white and black groupings and making people identify, you know, their whiteness and ascribing all sorts of uh, traits and characteristics based solely on the color of your skin. I mean, it's not like we're doing that. Oh, okay, wait, maybe we are doing
doing some of that, but it's all for training and and for uh, equity. That's all. We're going to bring in Ibram X. Kendi. We're going to sit him in front of, you know, 800 leaders of the Charlotte Mecklenburg school system. And we're going to toss them softball after softball. Oh, and then we're going to make you fill out a freedom of information request in order to get access to the video that we swear totally isn't discussing critical race theory. And then the reporters, they get it. They, they give it to us and they say, see, he only mentioned it for like a minute. Right. But the entire right. philosophy is embedded in the way you teach all courses. And if you're telling me that, oh, well, they're not talking about this specific legal theory, then therefore it's not CRT, then I know you either don't know what you're talking about or you're trying to lie to me. Let's uh, let's because uh, I want to move through as many topics as possible yes. this morning. Let's let's flip over to what is now finally hitting home for me. And that is the unfortunate uh, loss of what would have been a highly educated and tenured uh, journalism mm. professor in Nicole Hannah-Jones <laughs> and uh, her hottest of hot takes uh, surrounding <laughs> Cuba. And then I will present you with an even hotter take oh. that uh, Ross and I were talking about earlier this morning. But uh, basically, among the many assertions that Ms. Hannah-Jones has made, uh, was this assertion that um, somehow communism defeated racism in Cuba? And we have had we've had a couple callers uh, who found that very interesting because they seem to remember the whole tangling with the uh, 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 Castro and Angola and basically the decimation of Black Cubans uh, as part of that plan. Um, I guess my question is. Uh, how sorry are you that we didn't uh, procure her services? Well, <laughs> I have a feeling, <clears throat> I detect a bit of sarcasm, first of all, but I also have a feeling that there is a bit of truth here in your lamentation because she would be, you know, talk radio gold, right? I, I mean, she's, Absolutely. Yeah, oh. right. she's going to give you all sorts of topics. Um, and I thought it was interesting also that um, a fellow on uh, Twitter, he does like a podcast about uh, po politics and music. His name is uh, Jeff Blair. Uh, and he noted that she has not had a byline in The New York Times in like a year. She hasn't written for The right. New York Times in like a year. And he just he mentions that he doesn't tag her on Twitter. And then what happens she comes after him saying, oh, they know what I'm working on and all this. And he's like, hey, look, I'm not the one, you know, uh, running uh, searches on Twitter to find my own name mentioned <laughs> so I can respond. So, yes, this is what we would be missing out on. But it's very clear that uh, when she went to Cuba back in 2008, when remember at the time, Obama was uh, he was talking about, you know, opening Cuba back up and normalizing relations because we were the reason why Cuba has been in poverty. It's all America's fault. And so she went over to Cuba with some journalists and she talked to people and, you know, they were like, oh, isn't it great that, you know, they got rid of the codified racism, the revolution. Now it has fallen short, right. but we got rid of codified racism. And then she later on interviews a black guy who's like, yeah, the racism here is pretty terrible. <laughs> so I, I'm kind yeah. of at a loss as to which is the truth, you know? Well, it, it, I, I just love this whole thing because I saw AOC had jumped on the bandwagon and, and uh, that statement that BLM put out. And, and basically they're going, they're 100% on the embargo uh, and, and all of that. And at no point does anybody point out that there are 190-some other nations out there <laughs> that freely trade with Cuba. Right. Right? And so, you know, saying, well, it's just this one is a little disingenuous. When we embargo, normally we get a group together, like what we did with Venezuela as it pertained to oil. We had a bunch of countries. 
With Cuba, it's just us, man. And maybe there's one or two other I don't know about, but ultimately they could trade with the rest of the world. Now, you want a hotter take than hers? Mm, you okay. look no further. Oh, yeah, you're going to love this. Uh, you look no further than the Socialist Party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Who said, who disagrees with Hannah Jones and many others and feels that it is uh, problematic because Cuba is not attempting pure communism. Uh, Had they attempted pure communism, it would have worked. Right. So, yes. <laughs> Which is this old. You know, it, it really is amazing part. after a century of Marxism, how many grifters and scam artists. Uh, apparently just hijack all of the communist revolutions, every single one of them throughout history, and never implement real, true communism or socialism. It's it's kind of sad, really. Like, at some point, you got to wonder, like, is it you, Marxism? Is it you guys? Because if everybody keeps taking advantage of your philosophy and implementing not really tried socialism, then... I don't know, maybe maybe there's some fatal flaw in the ideology that keeps ending up with the same result. You know, it's like picking the bad guy or gal that you're always attracted to a particular, you know, archetype right, in the yeah. dating world. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to make of it. It's some sort of psychological uh, thing. It's got to be. That's the only thing I can think. Although I will I will note. Why is it always the case that all in all of these uh, these people who are, you know, promoting uh, 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 critical race theory, because there is this connection here, critical race theory and and Cuba, you scratch away the surface on these people and it's always the same philosophy underneath all of it. Why is that? <laughs> How come it's always Marxism underneath all of these types of movements? I, uh, I'm sure it's a, a coincidence. Yeah. And you're reading too much into this. So, uh <laughs> I, I simply can't allow that, so allow me to pivot. Yes. Um, the door-to-door -door vaccinations. I didn't realize that they were literally giving people the shot on the door-to-door. -door. Did you happen, though, to catch the document that somebody got a hold of one of the documents that they were giving to the people door-to-door? -door? Uh, basically, scenarios, conversations, and, and you know, encouragements like Q&A for them. No. And, you know, there's there's all oh, it's 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 a really interesting read. My favorite is, yes, there may be a sign that says no soliciting or no trespassing, but you're doing this for a really good reason. So you can ignore that. Um, <laughs> right. well, the, I, I, the, not for nothing, but some some homes up here in the mountains, you ignore that at your own peril. Just going to point that out. That's 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 it's a fair point. And, and I just want to be abundantly clear. If, if you don't want them on your property, politely ask them to leave. Right. Yes, okay. Yes. But yeah. Just, just so we're not on that. However, I just get really ups I, I get really bothered by the disingenuous nature of how this is sold. And the, it's sold under the premise that what we're doing is we're arming people with information. And once they have the information, then they can make their decision. And that's really all that we want. However, you're also, in a way, there is a disclosure that's happening. And that's so you're in a neighborhood and they come through, but they only knock on four doors out of the 10 homes. What would you deduce from that detective if that, they knocked on four doors out of 10 homes? That that's where the racist anti-vaxxer Republicans live. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> that. Yes. That is your neighbors who are not vaccinated. And so it has that extra added effect. Do you think this will be the thing since the lottery is obviously not working that moves the needle, Pete? Uh, no.
No, I don't believe oh. so. I don't believe it's going to. And remember, at first, too, they said uh, that uh, they were not going to be utilizing federal agents to come door to door. They were not going to do that. Come on, you crazy right wing nut jobs. We're not doing that. We're going to get people you trust to come to your door. See, we're going to enlist your your preacher, your neighbor. We're going to get your friends right. to come to your door. It's totally different. See, no reason for concern. Now, I also would point out uh, that while they are framing all of this as, you know, anti-science, knuckle-dragging, right-wing anti-vaxxers, right? Like, that's the that's the framing. The actual reality is it's minority groups who are not getting vaccinated. Like, when you break down the demographics, that's who's not getting vaccinated. And in fact, the first door-to-door campaign in North Carolina was down in Charlotte, um, in West Charlotte. Action NC was helping them do the door-to-door, and they were in a black area, in a black uh, uh, complex. I saw the report. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the same report. Yeah, absolutely. And they're literally giving the shots to people on their doorsteps. I saw, yeah, it was one old guy who was like, yeah, I, I couldn't get down there. And they were, he was sitting there in a chair on his stoop and they were administering the shot, which, you know what? Fine. Great. I, I, if, if you want it and they were willing to come over and do it, then, then whatever. But let's not pretend that this isn't a little about that. Mm-hmm. And I got to think, if I got to think of your Roy Cooper, you saw that uh, starting Saturday at midnight, um, that in L.A. County they're going back to the indoor mask mandate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and so we were having a little what if here on the show, um, and from two 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 ways. One, do you think that that's something that there is a conversation that Mandy and Roy oh, have yeah. had in yes. that direction? Because they're free, everyone's freaking out in the news this week. Oh, the numbers are on the rise. The Delta Force variant. Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, and and but more importantly. How do you think North Carolinians would deal with that if Roy Cooper held a press conference and said, tell you what, we're going back to an indoor mask mandate? Do you think they'd comply or do you think things would get a little Western this time? Um, well, I mean, I won't. And I, I, I would not comply with that. I'm, I'm vaccinated. Unless you want to show me the science about how vaccines don't work, then in which case, then I'm going to feel like you lied to me about the vaccines for the last, you know, year or, or seven months. Um no, I'm going with the vaccine. That's and, and you know, you're welcome. I'm 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 the guinea pig. I got the vaccine. And so uh, I did it so we can all kind of move past the pandemic and um, we'll see what happens. And if I grow a third arm out of my head, then I'll be like, oh, well, that didn't work very well. But you guys told me it worked. So I took it. And uh, now you're going to tell me it doesn't work. So I got to mask back up again. Look, I get it. The Delta variant, which, by the way, we're calling it the Delta variant because they're going to the Greek alphabet because they don't want mm-hmm. to tag regions or nations or people with, you know, the, like this negative stereotype about like the Wuhan flu or something like that, the Wuhan virus. But gr- the Greeks, I mean, has anybody asked the Greeks what they think about using their alphabet for this? I don't know. I just I thought about that the other day. I'm like, that that might seem a little, I don't know, kind of racist oh, against the Greeks. Yeah. No, maybe discriminatory. Anyway, this Delta variant is far more, uh, yes, contagious but it's not as deadly. So like everyone like wants me in the media, they like, cause if you're not scared, we're not doing our job. But like, I don't understand why I'm supposed to be so terrified of the new, more contagious variant. If the case fatality rate on the variant is way, way lower. 
Oh, I'm, I, hey, I'm with you, man, but I understand I would love to see the science as well, but unfortunately the White House has flagged it on behalf of Facebook, <laughs> and then Facebook took it down. So right, right. in 30 seconds or less, how terrifying is that thing that Jen Psaki said yesterday? Mm-hmm. There is a word. I'm trying to remember what it, uh, what the word is. I think it starts with an F, and it, it describes a system, a political system, an economic system, if you will, where the government doesn't do the thing itself. It rather enlists the, uh, the private sector to carry out its will, either through uh, bullying, pressure, or regulations. I'm trying to remember what that word was. The left was all about this word pretty recently, I want, and I just can't remember what yeah, that is. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, as it currently is defined, uh, Xanadu uh, in their mind, I <laughs> guess. But right. uh, We'll leave it there, but if you want more from Pete, you can get it online, PeteCallanderShow.com, PeteCallanderShow.com. Make sure you follow him on Twitter as well.